0: Welcome to Cocoon, the podcast for wellness coaches featuring wellness coaches. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Sutherland. Think of Cocoon like a warm, supportive hug that you can listen to, because after all, wellness coaches need care too. Welcome to Episode 10 of Cocoon. And on this episode, we're very lucky to have Sandra Lee, who's the founder of Healthy Office Bodies, with us. So welcome, Sandra. Thanks so much for being on the show.
1: Hi, Karen. Thanks so much. Really thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thanks. And so, like we
0: do with every episode, we like to start at the beginning. So, can you tell me how did your journey in the wellness industry begin?
1: Mm, excellent. Um, well, the the journey started with illness, uh, most definitely. So, in two thousand and seven, uh, I, I got a I got a very severe. Uh, disease that I had to work through over a period of two years and it, it really debilitated me to the point where I just you know I couldn't walk up the street I could barely leave the house so um, so it was the journey of coming out of that uh, and and you know bit rebuilding my body through a good support system of nat- natural health practitioners and and being so weak that I could you know could barely walk down the stairs at times so mm. I didn't like that it was a really hard yeah. time and yeah, um, yeah it was terrible and you know so so then as I started getting a bit stronger um, you know I started getting out into life again and I remember going to a self-development workshop a weekend a seminar and it was in that seminar that I set a goal and I always loved yoga so I had a know i'm a professional pilates instructor but you know and i still love yoga and i had 10 years doing yoga before i did pilates so it was in that seminar that i set a goal we did a a goal that we know what did what did we want to do when we were 90 90 900 that sort of thing and i set a goal then that at when i was in my 90s i want to be a a yoga instructor so then fast forward you know maybe four five years you know, I started dreaming about you know what it, what what it was you know that I could do that was outside my the business I ran with my uh, ex husband, which I was not happy with. I Always wanted more, wanted a community-based business. You know, I want to help people, and um, so then I got a corporate job, and that was soul destroying. And you know, I was doing I was doing my exercise Pilates, you know, lots of yoga. I was doing Pilates, and the thing about Pilates was at that time I had my love was with yoga, and but I had severe disc issues, instability issues, pain, massive pain from a car accident at 16. So it was it was only the Pilates that could help me with my pain, my lower disc issues, and um, I just never mastered, you know, what it was in yoga that would fix that. So so then I was there. I was in that corporate job, miserable, and you know. I remembered the few years prior to that, you know, setting that goal to be the yoga teacher. And I thought, well, why wait till I'm 90? Let's do it now. So it was during the course of that job that I started, you know, the good old Google search to find the training company to help me. And so it was yoga Pilates, yoga Pilates. And somehow I got led to uh, Pilates training and I chose that. I still plan on doing my yoga training one day. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm like, yeah and I've never looked back you know it was it was it was birthed in a miserable corporate job um and yeah here I am today yeah and
0: so you did your training and so then what happened what when did you decide to take that leap because I think there are a lot of people who have this uh the, the desire to sort of jump out into the wellness space but they feel a bit trapped in the corporate world and it's scary having like making
1: that leap mm. so
0: out like what what was the thing that got
1: you to do that Mm, yeah great question and look it was pretty easy for me really um I was still working in the other business with my ex-husband and it was a pretty prosperous business and you know uh, even though he's my ex now he was very supportive of me and it was you know in in terms of I could do what I wanted and yeah so we had the financial background you know at the time that that just supported me to Step into the creation of a studio, and it was pretty scary. Though, um, what I initially did was I took a sublease at the local gym and uh, started just running some small classes there. Um, and it just so happened that you know across the hall there was a, a, a vacant commercial uh, a shop came up, and uh, I basically just took the leap into that and. You know, really, I've got a strong small business background. You know, it goes right back to when I was 19. I had my first business. So I love being in business. Uh, it's just, it's mostly what I've done—service-based businesses—and um, but yeah, it was really through that financial support or of the marriage that helped you step into that uh, commercial space.
0: Excellent. And so now, so and so, you still teach Pilates, but now you started a new arm of the business
1: so would you like to tell me more about that yeah sure sure and so i still have the studio pilates success at perigian beach so i've got a little yeah little studio boutique studio that you know has small group classes so we can really focus on people and their injuries and i've got four team members that help me run that i'm very very grateful for them because they the team running the business or helping me run the business enables me to develop the healthy office bodies um, of my business and how this business uh, got burst was really through 10 years working with broken bodies people that come in the door uh, is emotionally psychologically physically broken from their working life and legitimately from sitting in front of a computer it was a huge range of injuries that come in you know yes we've got our you know, our, our tradesmen and all those other, you know, the lots of nurses and lots of hairdressers and all of that were broken from their businesses or from their careers. Um, but I did see, uh, you know, a lot from the, the office body. And you know, my also my own pain experience working in the, the business prior with my ex-husband was uh, it accelerated all my injuries, my, my 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 disc issues, my tendonitis, my shoulder bursitis. All the aches as you can imagine were irritated and inflamed from sitting too long working in my, at the office. So it was this passion that I have for the preventative that uh, helped me develop healthy healthy office bodies. And uh, you know, so I, I have developed a specially specially movement program, movement and well-being program to work with businesses, work within businesses, both both face to face and remote. Um, and I've also recently, and I've always had a strong interest in ergonomics and workstation setup. So I've recently gone through that training, and um, I'm currently developing my workshops and working with a couple of local businesses to help them with their workplace postures, their faulty postures. Because you know, I, I you know I had this wonderful movement well-being program and lots of workshops, but it, you know there was like, what is the thing? that's before that and you know what is the thing that's really causing the injury and we know there's lots of environmental impacts on the physical body it's not all just work often it's a variety of things but the thing was coming back to this workstation setup these laptops and these these computers and these seats you're not having them positioned right and I was gone that's it that's the the place that well that's where the injury uh injury starts you know you know in in turn in the context of uh, workplace injury um so oh. yeah let's bring it back to that
0: yeah absolutely i mean for someone who spends way too long sitting at the desk thank goodness like sense? i i know some yoga because i i have to make sure that i do that if i can't get up and walk around that at least mm. i'm moving you know the, the top half of my body <laughs> um every few hours like cool. every hour or something just to oh, yeah. you know do- opening because you do you get stiff you pull muscles and all sorts
1: of things mm. from every one spot. yeah and and we come you know and I'm, I'm speaking to myself karen and i'm sure you can relate to this we get so engrossed in our work i know i can see <laughs> how much you love your work i love my work so yeah. i can spend hours you know i'm creating the workshop at the moment i'm a creator and i just love that sort of thing and then it's like oh my god it's been you know 90 minutes and all i've done is this so you know, I, I, on a good day, I set my alarm every thirty minutes, and I'm up out of the chair and doing all doing all the things that okay. I teach. You're good. Yeah.
0: You're good. And and so just sort of on that, like you, because you you've got two businesses essentially running, and you've got a whole team, mm. and you, you're very busy. And I see you out and about all the time as well. Um, mm. you, you're a great business networker. I see you see you out mm. at, at the local um, networking events, and mm. so. How do you actually maintain your energy levels to be able to fit all this
1: in? Well, look, I I think, good question. It's all of the basics and, you know, this is just something that, you know, we develop over time. You know, it's the disciplines. And and trust me, I am not a saint. I love bad food as much as I like good food, but my body just operates so well on good, clean food, getting the right sleep um, and, and my movement, you know, I, I've, you know, I, I really think to, I think my endurance now is better than what it was 10 years ago because I've built more mus- muscle structure. So I'm on a muscular level. I'm, I'm, I'm more muscly now than what I was. I was a skinny little Pilates instructor 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, see old photos of me and, you know, I'm pretty lean. And which is the average Pilates instructor, you know, the average Pilates instructor builds long-lean muscles, but I'm a little bit of a, a bit more global. I like my big muscle groups as much as my core stabilizers. So I pay particular attention to building my bigger muscle groups, you know, like my, my glutes and my quads. And so I really think yeah. that, you know, um, this muscular structure helps me with my endurance. Um, but I've also really learned how to manage my energy just you know read you when know, I read my body and, and read where it's at on any given day that helps me uh, you know just tweak it as I go throughout the day so if I know I've got to teach in the afternoon and I've been networking all morning on my computer all day doing a zoom and I've got to go into the studio at four o'clock to run a couple of classes you know I'll make sure I have that break state even I'm very good at power I won't say napping you know you know there's power napping people but it's more power re-energizing laying on my foam roller is my place it's my happy place you know and it might be literally 20 minutes where i'll get this beautiful open chested stretch you know realign my spine and 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 that's it then i'm ready to go for the rest of the afternoon yeah Mm
0: -hmm. and so do you ever have like you know you're going to have a really intense period of work so it's going to be both psychologically and physically Mm -hmm. intense do you have any sort of things that you do you like go to things that you do after that that time to just like
1: soothe yourself after that soothing um look I love going to bed early I really do and (laughs) you know that's not necessarily soothing it's uh just switching off and and resting and sleeping but what? comes to mind and I became a grandmother three years ago in twenty twenty, March twenty twenty. I had a little Where COVID is. baby. Yeah, a little unexpected little fella. And he's he's amazing. And I find my time with him. So I spend two or three times a week with him. And you know, it's not necessarily scheduled in as a soothing moment, but my time with him is just so uh energizing because well soothing because I switch off from everything. I actually gotta go I actually gotta remind myself, Oh, that's right, I've got classes coming up. I better check my phone. You know, so he has brought a real grounding and presence to my life where I don't know if I was like that with my kids. Probably when I was too busy being a busy mum, but it's different. It's uh the world just stops and nothing matters when I'm we're yeah. hanging out. So, oh, you know, but- it could be, yeah, it's nice, you know, it could be just he loves animals, all things critters, you know, we could just be watching ants, you know, and yeah. they're mindful moments I get to share with my little grandson. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's, that's, I, I
0: love that answer. I really do. Mm-hmm. And
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah. And so if you reflect back now on when you first began your your career mm-hmm. in the wellness industry, what advice would you actually give yourself that you know now Give yourself tip of the mm. earlier to look after yourself a bit better.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, really good question. And what I know now is, I just don't know how you teach it. I really don't because it's and it and it relates back to your your second last question about energy. It's, le- mm-hmm. it's learning to read my energy levels through the day and be really in tune with them, where I can yeah. amp. You know, it's literally going, I need to step it up. I know how to, and that's, you know, a lot of what I teach in, or a component of what I teach in Healthy Office Bodies is being able to literally turn the dial up because I need to for the next hour I've got to, you know, deliver this class. Or, well, actually, I don't have it in the tank. So, how can I still meet the needs of my clients um, with this slower level energy level? So, I've learnt how to teach from a very low energy base and c- control the room. Um, that the client, you know, the client meaning controlling the client's energy as well. So when they come in, so oftentimes in the afternoon, you'll get a lot of the workers, right? So mm-hmm. their energy, and you'll see it, and you're a teacher, you'll know you'll see it when they come in and they're like, you know, they're they're fast and they're moving like this. And it's like, okay, I I need to bring this down. I need to ground this client. So because it's got to help me do right? In order for me, in order order for us to survive this session together, um, I have to take control of the situation. I'm really quite good at it and, and bring it down so that then we all have, you know, the right energy to end the day and you know that is what that's the advice I give but it's 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 interesting how you would teach that uh, I've never thought about how I would teach that to a new instructor um mm. but yeah that's my answer
0: yeah no that's that's interesting and yeah I know that like I understand that too like and then yeah bring the room down and then to it mm. to a
1: Place and
0: then
1: at the end they float out the door. I love that. That's fucking yeah, amazing. yeah, that's right. And and what I because I have got a couple of young instructors at the moment and really awesome, really well trained. But that I love being around their youthfulness, it's, you know, beautiful, amazing in their 30s. Um, and I always, you know, that's what I i, I mentor them around. I go, You are in charge of the energy because they, they don't teach us energy management in Pilates training, maybe more so in yoga. It's the conversation that's more normal and flows in yoga, but not in Pilates. Pilates is very structural, very, you know, very linear, uh, very, you know, equipment, very anatomy-based. Yes. So uh, I take what I've learned, you know, through my also mindful practices as well, and my, my little bit of yoga background, um, you know, to, to teach my younger instructors about controlling energy. And, and, and it's always in the context of their well-being first. You know, that it's so paramount and so key that your well being is a priority in this session. And I really believe that, you know, it might sound back to front to some people. Um, It's like, oh, no, it's your client's well being that's more important. Well, no, it's not. It's the teachers has to come first because how are we ever going to hold the space for that client if we don't Mm. do that?
0: Absolutely. And you're, and honestly, you, that, you sort of lead by example as well, like as you're the teacher or the instructor and so your client will learn mm. and take cues yeah. from you. So yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah, And look, I you know I'm over social media all the time and and you are too. Like I notice you're, particularly LinkedIn, you are all over LinkedIn. You do such a great job on LinkedIn. And yes. so the question is, and I often ask this myself, is how can you sort of, how do you navigate that? Because social media can be so addictive and can mm. take your time and energy. So, how do you manage to still have a really uh, active presence on social media, but still maintain your own wellness as well at this at the same time? How do you find that balance?
1: Mm. Pretty tricky. <laughs> Pretty tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, look. Yes, you're right. I am. I do I do, do a fair bit of social media and I just want to say thank you to you too because I know you've come to awesome. the LinkedIn net, networking event and I've got some great tips from you. And I've really only been on LinkedIn about a year, probably since I first met you and I've just been developing that profile and I actually love LinkedIn. Um, oh, it's great. I love LinkedIn
0: too.
1: Yeah, it's great. And and it's sort of like I've got a little bit of Facebook hate. Um, oh. but I, I Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I just, I do. Um, I think it's sort of a bit of pandemic stuff and, you know, all that. Yeah, you know, yeah. all the personal stuff that, you know, can drag you down and all of that.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. But, I um, thought you, that you received it and I was like, oh, what? But no, you have it for I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, basically, not my favorite either. Let's just say you that.
1: No, not at all. And, <laughs> uh, you know, but I still, you know, I still keep my profile up there because, because I've got these different hats you know, uh, centrally training, uh, I'm restarting my women's event. Uh, as part of my community service, I run free women's events and I've, I've, yeah. I've done it on an offer for years and it's like, no, I've yeah. got to stay on Facebook because, you know, I've got the Facebook group that, you know, that i got 500 women in and so, you know, so it, 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 I shouldn't say hate, as love, that love-hate relationship because I understand yeah. how wonderful those groups and that are. So... Um, I just try and do the whole morning thing. Actually, and I've started posting at lunchtime as well because I know on LinkedIn there's a lot of people come on at lunchtime. So I I try and do that 45 minutes every day uh, and then try to get off. And, you know, like even now, I actually use social media a little bit as more like entertainment. So I do my, um, you know, my my professional post, da 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 and then I'll leave it and then I, and it's not very strategized at all because I don't have them skills. I, it's, it's more about management, right? And so then later on, you know, like I'll probably go for a walk after this and then, you know, well, I have a cup of tea, I'll, I'll use that as sort of social entertainment time. And then I'll look at yeah. who do I need to respond to and, you know, who do I need yeah. to have conversations with? So it's sort of like the, the morning afternoon thing. And um, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and sometimes too it's just that whole, oh, I've got to go into the studio in, in, in 10 minutes. What do you do for 10 minutes? Oh, let's just do 10 minutes, yeah. you know, liking and chatting. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do find it a little bit exhausting. I haven't mastered, link, uh, what do you call it, uh, Instagram. I do the post to Instagram and it goes to Facebook, um, you know. I look at uh, my Instagram, one of my Instagrams, you know, it's got something like 900 posts and you know, you know, 200 followers. And I just go, ah, oh, this is Centrally training, not not Pilates success. I just go, oh my God, this is killing me. But I just, I don't have your skill set. I just do what I can. It takes a while, and I honestly think it's
0: uh, you're better off like having one or two platforms that you really focus on and build up your audience around, and just stick with those. And you know, and I, I, I just think you can't be everywhere. And it takes time. Like even now on Instagram, mm-hmm. it takes so long to build up. Your followers, particularly on newish yeah. accounts. So, uh, I'm yeah, yeah. More
1: so, yeah, it just
0: takes time. So, it takes time. Um, and I know. think
1: I also, too, because I think you know, one of the things uh, which is challenging about being me <laughs> is I have different messages to a degree. You know, there's Pilates success, very localized, you know, very middle aged women um that's my main demographic that is and we've got lots of outside of that uh and then centrally training is more you know the, the empowering women because i've also i've got other modalities i've done empowerment self defense yes so you know which i need to get back to so that's a different message altogether boundary setting confidence you know and then we've got healthy office bodies so yes that's a lot it's a lot of work i've created a lot yep. of work for myself and <laughs> I know I go, what have I done? But, you know, I'm passionate in all areas. Yeah, uh, it's, like I said, yeah, it's exhausting being me.
0: <laughs> and I
1: have a question now about your one of
0: your, like a client of yours. So you don't have to mm. you know, be confidential, of course. But can sure. you explain, like, do you have any a story, of inspirational story of a positive transformation that you have experienced with a, a client or you've seen your, one of your clients undergo? after um, part of one of your businesses
1: Mm -hmm. well look i've got a a real special place in my heart uh, especially for a lot of my older clients because you know they're they're really looking at some challenges and one lady in particular comes to mind and she seriously her, her mental illness was so so bad um she was, you know, I think borderline. Um, I don't know which category, psychotic, but she was in and out of the psych ward. And, you know, she was go missing for a couple of weeks and then she'd come back and, you know, and, and you know, she's like, No, my psychologist wants me to keep doing Pilates and she keep coming. And she had extreme social social fears. Like she she'd open the the studio door and she'd look out so she yeah, she was so almost jumpy around people. She was scared of people. She had that condition. Part of part of her condition was that she never left the house for two years before she came to Pilates. Yeah. I don't really know how she found me, but she found the way to my door. And we used to have the most lovely sessions, you know. Uh, and we talk, we talk as well. We do Pilates and we talk. And they're all one-on-one private sessions. And I think my biggest win. With her it was most definitely that I I got her to progress to class to be around so, people and to you know to wow. be able to walk in. And when she first would walk in, she would you know like the head was always down, the the, the body language was closed. She couldn't look at anyone. It was like it was like she was going to run away, and uh, that was huge for her for someone that had been in, not left the house for two years and. And then I remember she came to one of our socials because I have a very community-based studio and we've run, you know, I've got hundreds and hundreds of photos of events that I've run um, and, you know, lunches, coffees. And, you know, so so for her to come to the Christmas party, that was uh, a huge part of those wins. Unfortunately, uh, she left with COVID. You know, as you know, there was a lot of people got very fearful and very scared and left and, Mm -hmm. and she just never made it back to my door. And she's on my Mm. list of people to follow up and ring. But, you know, she worked with me for three years and we had all these major wins. And uh, I I will be forever grateful for the experience of working with her. Uh, It was a bit scary at times, you know. I, I had to check in with her, you know, that she had, you know, suicidal thoughts and, you know, and I'd say, are you thinking that now? Because otherwise, you know, this is outside of my scope of practice and, you know, I might need to speak to your psychologist and, you know, th- those deeper of conversations yeah. we were pretty, pretty pretty hairy, but we were great friends and I'm very happy for working with her. Yeah, yeah. that's a little story. And um, we're almost like at the end of April now.
0: <laughs> we're heading into mm. May. But what have been your goals for 2023?
1: And are you on track? Ooh, on track? Um, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a massive goal setter and I'm also really good at not beating myself up at not getting that thing, you know, because I go, I have this goal, I want to achieve this, but, it, you know, even if it doesn't get pulled off, I'm still on the path to achieving that, you know, that's that whole journey of yeah. what that is. So to answer your question, uh, one of my goals is I am creating a home studio and I'm creating my business model. I'm, I'm tweaking. The business model is going to be different and, you know, I'm getting it designed at the moment. It's going to be beautiful. And so I want to work in uh, doing all the rehab work um, oh, yeah. that and, and the business model. So bring the business model down a little bit so that I'm only working with privates, one, twos, and threes. At the most, the most three yeah. people. I also want to create a well-being, uh, and I'm creating a well-being model around that. More of, a, I should say, more of a well-being model around that. In terms of the sessions I deliver, I'm going to be delivering um, multiple modality well-being sessions. Okay. Um, because the stress I see, and you know, the stress I see is unbelievable. That's been over the last few years, and people need more mindful practice. Um, you know, and this is a combination of qigong, uh, Indian head massage, and,
0: oh, I love
1: that. uh, you know, breath work, I know. And I don't, you know, I don't I've got no desire to be, you know, massage therapist because I look at sustainability, those massage therapists work so hard physically, but I love the Indian head massage and I've got a course coming up in that soon. And so yes, that's that mixed modality of um work that I'm doing with people. Um so home studio um and the tingle. Um, and sorry, yeah, and one more. Um, yep. yeah. office, well, the, the Healthy Office bodies is yeah. um, the the workplace risk assessments, workstation risk assessment. Um, yeah. I'm just working with a couple of small local business owners at the moment, but I'd like to get some, uh, You know, get into one of the goals is to uh, get a decent sized corporate gig doing that. Mm. Excellent. Well, that well, it sounds like
0: you are on track because you're you're making you're making steps towards it, and I, and that's what it is, isn't it? Like to reach big goals, it's just continual, consistent, um, small steps to get there. It doesn't just that it happen overnight. <laughs>
1: and 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 saying it out loud, Karen. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I said,
0: said it out loud. I've
1: been a little bit a little bit private about my private training studio. Yeah. Um, no, none of my clients know about it, here because I want to do the grand unveiling, and you know, yeah, of course. And I'll be, well, be yeah. upgrading this. Yeah, yeah, no, none, yeah. Anyway, um, happy to share. Yeah,
0: oh, thank you. And so we're at the the file question, and it's it's a really important one. So you said that you also work with people who are younger people, people who are sort of entering the industry, uh, entering the wellness industry. So what advice would you give to someone <clears throat> Excuse me, entering the wellness industry about mm. to, so they don't burn out? Because I, I don't know about you, what you were like when you started, but I wanted to, like, save the world. <laughs> so it's about looking after yourself. So what advice would you give them? Mm. So you're very enthusiastic when you first enter. So what would you do? What advice would you give them so that they are actually, they can still be enthusiastic, but they're not going to actually burn mm. themselves out? Well, my
1: advice is, physical Karen um people need to exercise more they just do and I don't mean become a gym junkie I mean Mm -hmm. exercise every single day because you know we know burnout is a combination of things you know you you often there's that real side burnt out I burnt out myself in my 20s um, and I think that's why my endurance is so good, because my, my muscular strength is is so good. And I'm not, I'm certainly not, you know, superwoman, but, you know, um, I work on it every single day. It's definitely get a little bit challenging as I'm getting a bit older, but um, yeah, get stronger, build strength. Yes. You build strength, you have endurance. You know, it's, and yes, and then do all those other mindful things and good food and all of that. But that's the one thing. Just mm-hmm. uh, You know, I've seen, um, my daughter actually went through her, she won't mind me talking about it. She went through her Pilates training and a diploma, Almost, my, my team had diploma trained. And she never did Pilates enough. She really didn't. And, I, you know, and I'd say to her, love, you, you need to practice more self-mastery. You've got, you know, you've got a way to go. You know, it's one thing to do three classes a week, but, you know, when we're really building solid strength, we need to put in, you know, more than that, you know, at least five hours a week on the mat or on equipment. Um, so, yes, yeah, exercise. Yeah,
0: that, that's, it's actually, and the strength, resistance training, it's like strength, that's so important, so important. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to, yeah, as you said, be like a power lifter, but just no. making sure that it's
1: consistent. You know, it's just super and, important. Yeah, yeah, and make sure it's balanced as well. You know, you're not you're not just working. you know, because that's the what you know. Don't you know? Don't hate on me, about this one of the things I'd, I'm not keen about in the gym. And I, I love weight work, but you know, often it's not really balanced. And you know, my partner is a, a former competitive powerlifter, and I've seen what those guys do to their bodies, and it's so out of balance, and it's so potentially injury causing and that's one of the beautiful things about pilates and yoga you know that yeah. you know we we work the muscular skeletal system in a much more even and balanced way and that's what prevents injuries yeah, yeah. absolutely so yes
0: mm-hmm. more more exercise and more strength more training that's what you can,
1: yes. can avoid now. Sure. and it get so much more yeah. energy
0: as well so absolutely yeah mm-hmm. so excellent well thank you so much Sandra it's been a wonderful episode and we've learned a lot from your pearls of wisdom so thank you for being on the show
1: thank you no it's been awesome really really uh, thrilled to be here karen and, and um it's just nice to talk thank you yeah
0: absolutely so thank you so much and look out everyone for episode 11 of cocoon which will be coming to you next month so thanks everyone and we'll see you in the next episode thanks again sandra Thank you for listening to Cocoon. Join us next month when we hear more from wellness coaches on how to stay well in a profession of constant giving. After all, wellness coaches need care too. Thanks and see you next time.